Welcome back to the Mr. Lopez Neighborhood Podcast. Um, Our next conversation is with Ruth Abarca. She's an applied behavior analysis. We get to hear her story. Um, She's a wonderful individual with a lot of energy who is out there just wanting to help others. Um, Hope you enjoy this conversation. Like all those hats out there. Um, so our, our next speaker, part of our speaker series, um, she's somebody who has a lot of passion to help people. Um, she's in a career actually where she's doing that. Um, and this is just kind of a stepping stone for her. Um, I wanted to introduce you, uh, Ruth Abarca. Ruth, how are you? Good morning. Good morning, everyone, and happy Monday. I'm sorry you didn't get the memo for today for the hat. Probably next time. Um, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me, Mr. Sure. Lopez. Yeah, thank you for thank you for being Ruth and your Ruth and yeah, I'm sorry I forgot to tell you about the sunglasses. <laughs> but next time, um, Ruth, so what's what's your current um occupation like? What is your your current job right now? So the current job that I have right now is as case manager, and basically I focus in applied behavior analysis. It's not a field that a lot of people are familiar with because it's fairly new, but it's um it's advancing a lot. So basically what I do, I work with a lot of different individuals that have different developmental disabilities, such as autism, Down Down syndrome, or um, even ADHD. And and when you work with these individuals, Ruth, like is it like in an academic setting or behavioral setting or or both? So it focuses on the home setting because we do want to teach the parents the skills. We do focus on training the parents um, how to, um, how to like um, approach different behaviors. Uh, so I hope they focus on the home setting, but we do work with other professionals that do interact with the individuals, such as school psychologists, social workers, or even teachers. Because by the end of the day, if you want to make a difference in someone's life, it takes teamwork. It's not just going to be the parent and the specialists that are involved. Um. What were the requirements for, for this job, Ruth? Like, did, it, did you need a specific bachelor's or experience? Like, what was required for the, your current job? So, uh, to become a case manager, you do need a bachelor's degree and want to have the interest to continue pursuing education. Your education, for instance, uh, prior to COVID, I did complete um, a series of classes in order to receive a certification for BCABA. Um, Unfortunately, the pandemic happened and I did complete the courses, but I still haven't done that certification. Um, what, what, what does that certification do? Like by getting that certification, what, what, like, what does that entail you to do with that, Ruth? Okay, so right now I do have someone that overlooks me, uh, which is my program manager. So basically what that certification would allow me uh, to not require as much supervision from someone else. Okay. Would that make you like also like a, su- a supervisor if you had that certification where you could? Exactly. If I was to have that certification, I would be able to become a program manager. Okay. So even with your bachelor's, you're continuing to educate yourself, correct? Yes, correct. I feel like in this field, you even if you're not actually going to school, it's very important to still continue to educate yourself, whether it be with articles, because, you know, there's always new information coming in. Um, and there's always new things to learn. Okay. Well, 
what uh what led you to go in, into this field ruth like uh yeah how what like was it what, yeah what led you to go into this field and get this type of job so initially i've always been interested in psychology because i was always that kid that i was like but why but why you know like i always wanted to know the why for everything like oh well why is this person doing this or why is this going on so that's why i was interested in psychology but I didn't realize until I was a behavioral specialist because that's how I started as a behavioral specialist. That's what really gives you the, you're able to observe more of other people's behaviors and modify it. Like, okay, so um, for instance, a lot of my fields is we focus on behaviors is like, okay, so this kid is engaging in um, aggression or tantruming. What can we do to decrease that behavior? What can we do to modify it? A lot of the times it's just like, you know, when we're younger, the way that we communicate is through crying because we don't know any other uh, way to communicate. So we communicate that we're hungry through crying. We communicate that, um, I don't know, we need a hug through crying. So we teach those skills to the kids, like to verbally communicate that. I know it kind of sounds simple, but sometimes it's not as simple as it sounds. Like it, it does consist like of a lot of consistency and a lot of work, especially from the parents. The parents need to uh, consistently put this into practice. Yes, actually, I mean, skill to this day, I mean, people still have to use communication, a key in every mm -hmm. type of career and, and field. Um, Ruth, what's your favorite part about like your job, your current job? So my favorite part of it definitely is that it's very rewarding because you get to see other individuals grow. So that's the rewarding part of it. And then the feedback that you get from the parents, like, oh, my God, like, I'm so, like, um, grateful that, that you were able to do this change uh, with my child in their life. But not only that, I feel like I've been able to learn a lot about myself. Like, uh, definitely all the interventions that I've learned in this job, I apply it to myself, to my, to my daily life. Like, how to modify behaviors that I know that I have. Like, uh, for instance, like, okay, I know I love hot Cheetos. How can I decrease that behavior? of eating less hot Cheetos. What are some alternative things that I could do uh, to decrease that behavior? So I, I get to apply it every day in my life. That's good. I, I know you got everybody's attention when you say that. <laughs> um, Ruth, do, do you want to remain in the, this field or, or this type of job? Or do you have plans like to, like to move on to a different job? Or is this a stepping stone to another position? I feel like this job was a great stepping stone to acquire different skills like time management skills, leadership skills, and just, you know, having that interaction with various individuals. But I do want to continue growing in other areas. I know that previously I had mentioned to you that I really enjoyed working in the school setting. So that's like my next goal is to continue working in the school setting. But I still have to, you know, we're still doing a little bit more exploring to see what in the school setting to do. What would you want to be in the school setting? A teacher, counselor, psychologist? Like, what, what, what are you thinking of right now? So it's more between a counselor and a school psychologist. Okay. Those, those, are, those, are, those are good choices. Um, so <laughs> where, where did you get your degree at? Tell us a word about where you got your degree at, Ruth. So I attended uh, Cal Poly Pomona. I got my bachelor's in psychology, and I did minor in communication which was the best thing that I could have possibly done, minoring communication. Because like you were saying earlier, communication is very, it's key. It's key to everything. 
how did how, how has your degree helped you in your current job like how, how has that helped you um well i feel like most of all my minor helped me because not every client is the same so you have to learn to adapt and communicate differently with different individuals and especially the parents you're always gonna have uh, parents that are a little bit more challenging than other people so you have to learn to how to escalate the situation so that's how it helps me did uh ruth did you go straight to cal poly pomona from high school or did did you go to junior college like what was your path to, to get your bachelor's degree i just went all in <laughs> straight to cal poly pomona okay from uh what high school did you attend in what city so I actually attended a charter school that I don't think you guys will be familiar with. So it's part of the Alliance, um, the Alliance schools. At that time, it was called Alliance College Ready Number Seven. I attend. It was in South Central. Okay, and, and did did uh, what did you do in high school that that helped prepare you um, to get into college? Like, what were you like your study habits, or what really helped you get into college? Okay, so I really. Ever since I was a little, I always loved school, enjoyed school. So when I was in high school, I always made sure that I was in the AP classes and that I was as involved as, as I could possibly be, even though there was some challenges because, like I said, I did attend a charter school. So there wasn't a lot of activities, but I would make sure that I was a part of everything that was there, such as cheerleading, um, theater, makeup class, whatever after school programs there was. As for mass leadership, I did run as secretary. Um, so that, I feel like running as secretary did really give me that, that leadership role uh, because I, I did have an advisory class that, that went over the seven habits of how to become like an effective person. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that book. So that really helped me. And then in terms of like um, study habits, well, I've always, at that time, social media wasn't big, but so I always prioritized my schoolwork um, over over like social media at that time. I know like right now it's a little bit more challenging and I could speak for myself too because now I currently do have social media. So I always make sure that I'm like, okay, first you have to complete this, this work task before getting yourself that little break to, to engage in social media. Yeah, that's, that's some really good advice, especially, you know, our students with distance learning, they're at home right now. So that's we've spoken to them about like staying off of YouTube, staying off of social media and focusing on their work. Um, as far as like for college, how, how did you, did you get a scholarship to attend college, um, Cal Poly Pomona or like how, how were you able to afford uh, college, Ruth? So definitely entering into college, uh, one of my biggest fears was that I wouldn't be able to afford it. But fortunately for me, I did receive financial aid and I did receive various scholarships throughout my college year. So I always made sure to apply to every scholarship, no matter if I felt like I wouldn't get it. Um, I feel like the one that I take the most pride in uh, was one that I got from Univision. Um, I got a 5K scholarship from Univision. I was literally just driving, like I remember. Like if it was just yesterday, I was driving in my beat up car that was kind of like a gargacha. And I was like kind of struggling at that time financially. And I was like, what am I gonna do? And then I hear on the radio, like, okay, we're offering five case scholarships to the students that um, all you have to do is write a letter 
at that time, the sponsorship was from Wells Fargo's. So like all you have to do is write an essay relating to this topic and then submit it. So I was like, great, that sounds simple. I'm gonna do it. So I did it and out of like 500 applicants, me and this other girl were the ones that, that were fortunate enough to earn that scholarship. And we had the opportunity to share a little bit of our story um, in the radio and a little bit of that came out on television too. So I feel like that was something that, that like every time I look back, it continues to motivate me. Like, okay, a lot of the times I know that we're our biggest critics and we tend to put ourselves down. But, you know, if you were able to do that back then, you're, you're able to um, accomplish any other goals that you set. That's really good. Thank you for sharing that. Um, what, you know, we're all dealing with this pandemic. You know, our mm-hmm. students are in distance learning. It's really changed everything. How, how have you dealt with this current pandemic? So initially, at the initial of the pandemic, I was laid off from my job um, for a month. So at that time, I was looking for, for other jobs. Fortunately, I was one of the uh, individuals that did get called back once um, everything was a little bit more situated. Um, it's been a learning experience. I'm not gonna lie, it's been a learning experience, I feel, for everyone. Uh, definitely some challenges and in the sense of like, everybody has to adapt to a new form of learning or teaching. Because like I had mentioned before, like I usually work in the home settings with the clients. Now everything is online. So there are some barriers to it. There isn't that full physical component to teaching certain skills. A lot of it is more of role-playing to the parents, like, okay, this is how you're going to teach this skill to, to, the, uh, to the individual. So it is a barrier, but I feel like in my personal life, it has helped me slow down in certain areas because I've always been like the type of person that's always on the go, like, okay, work, gym, uh, dance classes, social life, and so it's really taught me to slow down and, and think about like what I really do want in life. And not like so much like, okay, these are the expectations that society has for me after graduating college. Great, thank you for sharing. Um, one thing we've been speaking to our students a lot is uh, self-care and taking some time for themselves, especially um, in this current situation. What is like uh, something you do like for, for self-care? Like, what do, you, what do you do to kind of unwind and relax? So I do like to do a lot of, um, I like to read a lot of self-care books. One of my favorite books is The Four Agreements. That's like a book that I live by every day. Um, something that really stands out to me from that book is uh, to really try your best. Because your best is going to look different every day, whether you're sick or, or like you're going through other obstacles in your life. So always try your best. And then I do also like to work out, like keep myself active. I feel like a little bit of physical activity does help like unwind, whether it be like um, 15 minutes in the morning of a fast paced workout or even just a little walk. So every day I try to include a physical activity, whether it just be a walk. Good, good. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, 
what are like some some things you know now that you have a job like what are things you get to do that since you have a job you've gone to college like some like fun things you get to do <laughs> well i i've done a little quite a little bit of traveling in the united states which was something that i didn't really do when i was in college or i probably didn't even picture myself doing when i was in college um so that's a big component and then a lot of other self other self-cares like you know like facials massages which is always a plus <laughs> very good thank you um so what would be your message or your advice to our students today ruth what would, what's the advice you would give them i would say to always do what makes you happy because i know like we're always going to have other people that are going to tell us like this is what you should be doing but at the, if it doesn't make us happy at the end of the day, then it's kind of pointless. And also to not be afraid to fail. I know like oh, it's really hard to fail, especially when you're not used to it. Um, that was something that was personally a challenge for me when I was in college because I was so used to being that straight A student in middle school, that straight A student in, in high school. And in college, it was a a different dynamic and also not to be afraid to ask for help um, I know like a lot of the times when people uh, when individuals are the first they're the first in their family like for instance me I'm the oldest of four siblings in my family you're so used to being so independent and it's kind of hard to ask for help but that is something that's very useful when you're in college to, to ask for help um, there's going to be people that want to see you succeed. So you, as long as you ask for help, then you're going to, you're going to do great. Um, maybe Thank one more you. question, Ruth. What, what advice, I know you gave you like personal, but like what can our middle school students do now? Like if they wanted to have a similar job as you, or maybe be a school psychologist um, or a counselor, like what, what advice would you give them to do in middle school? Like how to prepare for a, a career in your field? Uh, in middle school, I wouldn't say like focus so much so much in middle school in terms of like this career path, but I would say like do continue to be involved because though when you are involved, you do develop different skills that are useful for different jobs. Like for instance, like how I mentioned earlier, like leadership skills, that's important. Communication skills, that's important as well. Because I know for sure that I wish that was something that I would have worked on um, when I was young, younger, the communication skill. Um, and not like so much when I was older, I realized that it was something that was so useful and that's why I minored in it. Like <laughs> when I was younger in high school, I remember that I used to have stage fright and that's when I realized, okay, I need to minor in communication. Very good, thank you, Ruth. Um, well, thank you for coming on, Ruth. Um, I don't know if there's any other further questions, Mr. Lloyd, but thanks for, for coming on, Ruth. Really appreciate you speaking our, our hope you enjoyed that conversation with Ruth Abarca. Um, she's a perfect example of, of a person continuing to grow and not being satisfied. Um, with that, remember, always try to grow as a person. Um, always be a lifelong learner. You know, it helps us grow and be better people. Um, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you all soon.